Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back, everybody, to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me Kelsey Meisty. And Kelsey Meisty is someone who, shockingly, anybody who's been listening to the show for any amount of time, I've met her through BNI through our networking, both nationally and internationally around the world here. And so let me share a little bit about Kelsey and why I wanted to have her on the show. Kelsey Meisty is a regional vice president with Arbonne and is a Michigan native who is now living in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Arbonne went from being her plan B to her plan A when she lost her job in hospitality in 2020. And since then, her business has grown tremendously. So Kelsey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. I am so glad to have you here because I'm sure your story is one that many others in the world of direct sales and network marketing experienced in 2020, where they they had maybe gotten started with something and then the world shut down, their business shut down, they got laid off, whatever may happen. Tell us a little bit of how you got started with Arbon. Like, let's dig into that that first initial journey there. How'd you get into it, and you know, then we can dig into the transition. For sure. So, I was first introduced to Arbon four years ago, and it was actually through my neighbor. She invited me over for an in-home spa night, and I don't know if anyone listening has been invited to something like this, but I used to dodge those types of things like the plague. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just never wanted to go to something like that. And I thought the people there were weird and pushy and salesy. And so I just avoided them. But this time I just couldn't avoid it because it was my neighbor that invited me. So I was like, okay, if I don't go and I'm home, she'll know. (laughs) Right. So yeah, I ended up going reluctantly. And I still remember it was a Friday night. And before I left work, I said to the girls, I was like, I have to go to this Arbonne spa night. Have you guys ever heard of Arbonne before? And they were like, no, we haven't. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) 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 Like, what is this? So I went reluctantly, found myself soaking my feet. We did foot soaks and facials and we talked about skincare and nutrition. And honestly, I just felt like a butt in a seat that night. (laughs) Um, It wasn't until later, though, that the girl shared a little bit about her story and how she had used to be in the corporate world working like three to four different jobs, 60 to 70 hours a week. And now at this time, when I was meeting her, she had been doing Arbonne for nine years or so. She drove a white Mercedes paid for by an award from Arbonne, and she actually made money. (laughs) And I was like, 
wait a second, like people actually are successful in something like this. And I was just very surprised because I actually grew up in a home of another network marketing business. And I didn't see like huge success from it by any means. And so I just thought it was kind of something that people did, I guess, like for fun or on the side, but certainly never to actually make money. And so I was intrigued because so very skeptical, but also intrigued because four years ago, as much as I loved what I was doing in the corporate world, recruiting, I realized that what I was doing was what my life was going to look like basically forever until I retired. And something was just stirring in me that I wanted more, like more financial freedom, more time freedom. I considered like very lightly, I guess I would say like other opportunities, but never would have like looked into network marketing. So looking back, I know that it wasn't by chance that I showed up to that party. Mm -hmm. Um, And so basically what happened was I grilled the Arbon girl that night, (laughs) who's now (laughs) one of my best friends, but grilled her for like two hours asking all the questions, mostly to kind of prove her wrong that this wasn't as good as it sounded and to find the catch. And actually I found I was really the only one keeping myself from doing something like this. And I literally had nothing to lose. So crazy enough, that was four years ago. And now here we are. Nice. And so when Mm -hmm. you first got started, you were, I'm assuming, kind of doing it on the side, along with your your recruiting position that you were doing at the time that you just referenced. Mm -hmm. What really made the shift to get you from, you know, a side gig person to Mm -hmm. going to the point where you're now regional vice president. Yeah. So I, what's cool about something like this is people start for all different reasons. And so my story is different from this girl's story, that girl's story and so on. But truthfully, when I started, I really believed that if I followed this girl who was already successful, I was going to get what she had. And so being coachable was super important. And so I decided really to treat it like a business. And I worked it right alongside my corporate job. But it wasn't until two years into my business, I ended up so two years in leads us to March of 2020. And I'm thinking we all know what happened in March of 2020. Right. And it's funny, because the talks of the pandemic and things like that were going around, but never did I ever think that it was going to affect my job. I just thought we would be hiring less and maybe just not as busy. Um, Mm. But at that time I was recruiting for hospitality and very, very quickly hotels started losing money. Groups were pulling out of hotels and we basically stopped hiring. And so what I never thought would happen to me happened. And I got the call that I was being let go because there was not a job to be done. (laughs) And so that was just one of those moments. Like I really, truly never thought it would happen to me. I was always very proud of my work and the jobs that I held and just never thought I would be let go, but I was. And so after a 
moment (laughs) of like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I then quickly remembered, oh yeah, I have a stable and growing business as my plan B and I can just move that into my plan A because I knew no matter what was going on outside of my home, like people still needed what I had no matter what. People were still going to be showering, eating food, hopefully wearing deodorant (laughs) and brushing their teeth. (laughs) And so I knew those things would never go away. And so I just decided not to jump back into the corporate world because I really already had one foot out the door because I saw the value of working for myself and not someone else. And so Mm. I, um, I decided just to take it so much more seriously. And so for two years now, I've just been doing Arbon. That is amazing. And so in this process of making that shift, because of course, you know, as you mentioned, you were introduced to the business with an in-person party mm-hmm. style, mm-hmm. you know, plan, business plan. When right. everything went virtual, how did you shift your, you know, you just went from plan B to plan A and how'd you take mm-hmm. your plan A to be from in-person mm-hmm to virtual, what, what are the things that you did to help build and grow your business in a mostly virtual environment? For sure. Very good question. And we were asking ourselves that, you know, at the beginning of it all, but I'm super fortunate to be a part of an organization that we all worked together and it wasn't just everyone for themselves. And so we, cause our team is across the United States. And so we met at least three times a week on Zoom just to collaborate and work together. And if someone thought of an idea, like we would all talk about it. And so we did a lot of pivoting. And so business-wise, to be able to continue to share our bond with people, we started doing, let's see, it started with Facebook groups where we would create a group, our host would invite people in, and then it was pretty I would say one way. And what I mean by that is like, I would put content out there, but there wasn't really the connection um, with people. So then we started doing Facebook lives where then like they can see your face. And so like the pivot just continued to happen. So then after that, we moved to Zoom, which was super helpful. And ultimately what we landed on and what ended up working really, really well was Zoom swag bag parties where I would create these swag bags of goodies. My hostess would get addresses of their friends who were going to join us and they get those in the mail. And then we all hop on Zoom, you know, on a Tuesday night at six o'clock and they get to do a facial and a hand soak and sip on tea from home. So that ultimately is what we did. And it was pretty cool because my business actually expanded to so many more states and so much farther than outside my circle of Colorado Springs. And so that was exciting to start meeting people in California and Texas and Illinois and Wisconsin and Florida. And that was really fun to create those connections. But the second thing that helped a ton was being a part of BNI because props to BNI, like they did not skip a beat. And all of our groups went from in-person to virtual, it seemed like in a blink of an eye. And so I was continuing to network with other professionals in Colorado Springs. And 
we, you know, the basis of BNI is continuing to support each other's businesses. And so that helped me a ton being able to be a part of a network like that, that wanted to continue to help each other, especially during a crazy pandemic. Yeah, I've got to say, and because, hello, my badass crew, they hear me talk about networking and the importance mm -hmm. of it all the time. Guys, this is network marketing. For those of you who are who are hearing this episode and this is your very first time ever, this is going to be new to you. Those who've been listening for a while, this is not new to you, but you still need to hear it again. In network <laughs> marketing, networking is literally in your job description. Build mm -hmm. a network, networking, network, network marketing, market to the network. And market doesn't mean sell, right? Mm -hmm. Because Kelsey, would you say everyone in BNI buys something from you? No. <laughs> no, right? No. But they know you exist. They know what you mm -hmm. offer. They, right? And that's what marketing is. Marketing mm -hmm. is letting consumers know that you're out there letting them know you exist, what products you have, what problems those products solve. And so in BNI, what we do as referral partners is now when I encounter somebody who says they've got, you know, a health or nutrition issue, I can introduce them to an Arbonne person. You know, mm -hmm. I've got a, you know, a skin issue. I can introduce you to an Arbonne person. I've got a mm -hmm. self-care issue. Let me introduce you to an Arbonne person, right? Mm -hmm. It's that ability to be able to grow a network with people, build relationships, build trust, right? So how has, you know, you said, first of all, BNI got you virtual quickly, which was helpful. But how has the network as a whole been beneficial for you and your business? In BNI? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. A lot of people ask like, so how has BNI helped your business? Like I get asked that quite a bit. And my first answer is always, it's helped me a ton, like personally. And what I mean by that is, I still remember my very first meeting. And for those of you who aren't familiar with BNI, like as a visitor, you get 30 seconds to introduce yourself. And each week, members have a minute to introduce themselves. It varies depending on the group. But right. I had 30 seconds and I like practiced and practiced and practiced what I was going to say. I was so nervous. My voice was shaking and I didn't even like get to say everything that I wanted to say. Um, and so... I share that because I've grown a lot when it comes just to like professionally speaking and networking and connecting with people and building relationships. Like it's not always about closing people. It's about building that connection with them and not just trying to make a sale. So it's helped a ton personally, quite honestly. Business-wise, it's just been exciting to be able to share my journey with people in my group and not only share like the product side, but like the opportunity side as well. It's just really exciting to show like something like this does work and there's nothing special about me. I'm just a girl from Michigan and I have a hard work ethic. And so it's it's fun to be able to show the progress. And even yesterday in BNI, I got to be one of the main speakers. And there's people in our group who have been in the group ever since I joined. And so they get to see that progress and see the growth. And that to me is really exciting. 
I love that. And one of the things that I hear regularly, because I, I, I'm not just a member, but I'm actually a chapter support director in my region. And one of the things that I know about BNI members who stay around, right? What 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 mm-hmm. brings people into the the network marketing aspect of BNI, because it is network marketing, it's networking and marketing. It's it, that's what it is. It's just we also like to you know, intentionally build relationship and referral is as part of that process. But what attracts people in is the business, the referral aspect. I I can get that word of mouth referral out there with people who know me, like me and trust me. And so people come in for the business aspect. They often stay because of the personal aspect. They stay because of who they've become because of BNI. They stay because of how their business has grown because of what they've learned in BNI. It's the education, it's the structure, it's the level of influence. Because I don't know about you, Kelsey, and I would love to get your perspective on this. For me, I've now become the go-to person, not just as a coach, but I'm the go-to person because of how connected I am. People go, so you literally know people around the world can you introduce me to a plumber? <laughs> a plumber who will show up on right. time and, you know, charge what they said they were going to charge in the first place. And I'm like, yes, yes, I can. I can do that. Has that been your experience as well? Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love I've kind of become known as the master connector in my circles. And so People know that I'm very passionate and excited when I get to refer someone from not only my group, but I mean, anyone in BNI. And so when I hear a need, I'm very quick to share just because I know that I have a really quality professional that I get to refer to people. So it's fun. I love it. And when you can become the go-to person to solve enough of someone else's problems, eventually they're going to say, what can I do? For-? You've introduced me to three people who have solved my problems. What can mm-hmm. I do for you? Right. right. And mm-hmm. it's it's so gratifying to have that karmically, that energetically come back to you. And oftentimes it does show up in business as mm-hmm. a way, you know, depending on what you're needing at that point in time. So. I absolutely love that. So now with your business and you've reached this level of regional vice president, you've got a team under you. What are some of the accomplishments in your business that you are really super proud of? Hmm. Well, when I started Arbonne, actually this level, it's the third level of the company and there's only four This was the level that I knew I wanted to reach, not because of the title or the accolades or the, you know, fun incentives, I guess I would say, but really it was this level that I knew I would replace and surpass my corporate income. And what I didn't know when I started, but what I know now is now at this level, it's not about myself anymore, but it's turning around and being able to give a hand up to other people that I meet that are in the same position or have that small or big need for a change. Mm. And I like to be able to kind of just be that witness of like, hey, this works, like, let's chat about it. So I'm just really proud of my team and the people that I've been able to 
reach and ultimately change their lives as fluffy fluffy as that might sound. <laughs> I'm I'm really proud that I didn't go back into the corporate world and I stuck with this because ultimately this kind of success just comes from consistency and not quitting. Yeah. And it's easy to consider those options of quitting, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I I think it's in this industry because it's so easy to get into. Mm -hmm. It's also easy to get out yeah. of, you know, because mm -hmm. it, it's not mm -hmm. like a, a corporate job or um, not even a corporate job, but being a teacher or being a nurse or whatever, because that's not like corporate per se. Right. Right. With those situations, you have to give two week notice and you have to do this as part of it. And, and then there's all kinds of ramifications from, you know, stopping your corporate job or, you know, being whereas with network marketing, there's really nothing you know you you mm -hmm. can just walk away literally just walk away just quit responding yeah. to the emails block them unsubscribe <laughs> do all the things right and it really is simple it is it easy is. to walk away but then you don't have you can't go for this the regional vice president and and the fulfillment aspect not just financially and time-wise but what you were just talking about which is as the opportunity to help others achieve what they mm -hmm. dream of achieving mm -hmm. and just aren't quite getting there with their corporate position, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. I think it's just offering a lifeline, whether it's something that people want to grab onto right away, or maybe it's a lifeline that they'll need down the road. That's really what it is, because I don't have the power to like make someone do Arbon, mm -hmm. but being able to offer that option is just exciting that it's something that I can be able to offer. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. that. That That's a really great analogy for that, that it's a, a lifeline, if not now, but in the future. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. that is so, so true. And so in your business, you've been doing this for four years now. You've been really successful. You've hit regional vice president, but it all hasn't been rainbow and roses, obviously, because, you know, mm -hmm. there was this little global pandemic thing that popped up. Mm -hmm. But other than that, what has been an obstacle that you or a challenge that you have dealt with or are still currently working through right now? Because our listener may also be dealing with that same thing and it may help them feel a little less alone if they know someone else is working through the same issue. Mm -hmm. Well, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's just pick one, you know. <laughs> the hard never goes away. I'll just say that. Right. But the challenges change. So like when I first started, it was so hard hearing people say no to me. Whereas now I go for the no's. It's like, sure, tell me no and I'll move on and I'll find a yes. But I think one of the hardest things really is your mindset. Because what what I do is not hard. It's a very simple business, but it's my mindset that can totally throw me off course. And so when I say consistency, it's not just consistency of working the business itself and booking parties and sharing the opportunity, but it's also consistency in my what I'm doing for my mental health and my physical health and continuing to grow myself as a leader. Because if I'm not doing that, then obviously I'm probably not going to grow a team or 
help other people grow. And so it's easy. It's easy to sleep longer or find something else that's more fun to do instead of read or do affirmations or gratitudes in the morning. But all of that attributes to your mindset. And that is the most important thing, but it's also the hardest thing. (laughs) Mm. And it can, it can be thrown off within a day, really. Absolutely. Well, and Mm -hmm. and just to throw this out there, because I I don't know if you've listened to all of the episodes, because when you and I talked, it was a a few weeks ago. So obviously, you probably haven't heard all the episodes. But one of the (laughs) in one of the episodes that I did, I talked about one of the ways to help address what you just talked about is something called the game journal. So I don't know about anybody else, but I personally I love the idea of journaling. But when you actually sit me down with a blank piece of paper or a blank, you know, Word document or Google document on which I should be starting to type and and quote unquote journal into, my brain just stops because it's like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to do. I don't, you know. So when I was introduced to the idea of a game journal, G-A-M-E, it made the idea of journaling so much easier because then I could start with these four very specific and easy prompts. And if that's where I wanted to stop, I could just stop there. But if I wanted to delve in and write more, do more, I could if I wanted to. So the game journaling that I do is, you know, G-A-M-E, G is for gratitude. What is one thing I'm, I'm grateful for that I have gratitude for right now? Something that is business, life, whatever it may be, something that I want more of in my life, I'm going to put my gratitude down on pen and paper to to put it out into the world. The A is an affirmation. What is something that is true about me or something that I want to be true about me? So I'm putting that out just one sentence. This is very simple. This whole thing can be done in like two minutes every day. You know, the M is a manifestation. So what do I want to attract into my life? So what is something that I want to become true in my life, whether it's about me or about my business or about my family or whatever it may be, I could, I, I want to put it down as a manifestation of what I want to create, but I'm writing it in the present tense. So the universe knows that I believe it's possible and it's there and it's ready for it to happen right now. You know, so if I, if I keep saying I will blah, 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 then the universe keeps will keep that right out of my grasp. But if I write, I am, I am doing this right now, whatever, whatever that manifestation is. So I am attracting five new clients every month, you know, or in the case of somebody who's listening right now, or you, Kelsey, the the manifestation could be, I'm attracting two team members to active, engaged team members, like put in there, like ask for what you want, right? I am attracting two active and engaged team members every single month, right? So then you put that out into the world and as part of your manifestation. And then the E is the exclamation. What is something you're excited about? Not just grateful about, but what is something really freaking cool that happened in the past 24 hours? You know, so just pick that super easy thing. And so it's a really great way to start your day or end your day either way or do it in the middle of your day. It doesn't matter when you do it, just do it. Right. (laughs) 
Just do it. <laughs> Just do it every day, right? So mm -hmm. the game journal is something that that you, Kelsey, if you aren't already doing something along those lines, could incorporate to help you with that consistency of mindset if you're looking mm -hmm. for a tool, or at least yeah. the listener or someone on your team might find this very, very helpful because I know I've had listeners reach out to me and say that this was one of the most impactful things that they've added to their business, added to their life just from listening to the podcast. So I wanted to share Very since cool. you were talking about gratitude yeah. and affirmations, so I was like, oh, I got to <laughs> share this with Kelsey. So putting that out there. So Kelsey, I want to thank you so much. But before we go, we have a couple more things. As, as my listeners all know, one of the questions that I ask everybody is I want to know what is your key to direct sales or network marketing success, Kelsey? Mm -hmm. Well, I mentioned this just a bit ago, but it's so simple, but really don't quit. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, just don't. Just keep going forward because it's so worth it. And if you stay, oh man, I could keep going into so many things, but staying connected and you know, really leaning on those who are coaching you and helping you lean into that and just don't quit. Because if you quit, then you have to start if you decide to start over again, you're starting from zero. But as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other, it leads to something really great. So don't quit. <laughs> I I absolutely 100% agree. It is impossible mm -hmm. to succeed if you quit. Mm -hmm. It's impossible, <laughs> right? Now, True. there are certain things you can quit that will help your success happen a little bit faster. So anybody who's curious about how that works, I would recommend going and finding my episode with Robin Keen, where she talks about how to quit accountably, how to mm -hmm. quit certain things in your life, certain mindsets, certain thoughts, certain activities and behaviors that don't serve you in your success. But mm -hmm. yeah, if you do quit the business, you can't succeed in. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's so simple, but it's true. <laughs> I, I love it. it. And sometimes we need those reminders because my guess is whoever's listening to this right now may have in the past 24, 48, 72 hours, maybe even the last week or month had a moment of, <sighs> why am I doing this? I'm just going to quit, you know, mm -hmm. but this mm -hmm. is affirmation of them sticking around, listening and sticking with it. Just there's For a sure. reason why you're hearing this, right, Kelsey? It's true. It's true. And the other thing is think about who, who you're going to meet that actually needs this business more than you. And so as long as you keep going, then it gives the opportunity for so many more people to be introduced to it that you don't even know yet. Oh, I love that. I love mm -hmm. that because that that's exactly how I treat my coaching business. It's like, if mm -hmm. I don't keep doing this, there are people out there who aren't going to get the help, support, training, accountability that they need and desire mm -hmm. in order to achieve their dreams. I, I totally feel you on that. It's mm -hmm. for me, it's about helping the people I'm already working with and the people who need me but don't know yet that I exist and yes. that I'm here to yes. to be there for them. So I I feel you on that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. For and sure. now the final piece is you have a really sweet giveaway and I love the way that you are offering it. So how can the person who's listening right now get your giveaway? Yeah. So 
I'm doing something fun where I I just love being able to connect with people. And it's not always about the sales. It's not what it's going to turn into. But I would love to know the top two things that were most surprising from this podcast. And if you could just text those to me, I will then get your address and send you an Arbon goodie in the mail. So should I share my phone number right now? <laughs> oh, well, what I'm going to do is we will put that phone number in the show notes. So that way oh, um, people can just literally click it and then their phone will ask them, do you want to call her or message her? <laughs> right. So Perfect. we will put your phone number because otherwise right now it's my experience. Most of my listeners are either folding laundry, cooking dinner, working yes. out. They, they're, they're not <laughs> yeah. anywhere close to write down your phone number anyway. Um, yeah. So for my regular listeners, you guys know how to go grab that phone number from the show notes. But if this is your first time ever listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast, all you have to do to get to the show notes to get Kelsey's phone number is just grab your phone, click on the episode, preferably if you're not driving, um, you know, click on the episode. And if you scroll up just a little bit, you'll see that there are some show notes. There's some information about Kelsey, along with all of her social media handles, links to get you to her Instagram, her Facebook, all those places. But then it's also going to have her phone number where you can text her and say, what are the two things that surprised you from this interview or that you know, whatever, a takeaway, an aha, right? Because, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, sometimes it's that that don't give up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that's not a surprise, except right. if you have been feeling the the giving up, it may mm -hmm. surprise you to hear that the universe is saying, hey, don't give up. This is your message. Right? Don't you're almost there. Don't give up right now. Mm -hmm, so send, sure. send Kelsey that text message, letting her know the two things and she'll send you a sweet Arbon goodie, a special Arbon goodie for you to enjoy as a thank mm -hmm. you. And you can connect with her on that. So Kelsey, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. It has Jenny. I super appreciate this opportunity. Oh, no, thank you. I, I, what you've had to share with the audience here has been phenomenal. And I know there are going to be people who are going to get reinvigorated about their business or their life. And those who were maybe thinking about doing a business might actually jump in now to go, well, if she can do it and, you know, turn a whole business around virtually, then I can do it too. So I, I yeah. think you're, you're going to inspire people that you will never, ever, ever in a million years meet. Mm-hmm. But I think those ripple effects will come back to you karmically. So thank you, Kelsey. Thanks. Absolutely. And Badass Crew, you guys know how this goes. Stick around because there's another Badass episode on its way. Hey, Badass Crew, Jenny B here. I want to start by thanking Gina, Matt, Jessica, and Renee for finding me on social media and connecting with me. If you've been listening to the show for a while, find me on your favorite social media platform. Friend request me and send me a message letting me know that you're a member of the Badass Crew. I want to meet you. Trust me, I will fangirl on you so hard because I love you. So go find all of my pertinent social media links right in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. 
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.